You're listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. Learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe. What's up, everyone? Joe and Mike back again, buildassetsonline.com. More product research. We're doing it live. Do it live. Let's do it live, Mike. Screw it. Let me... uh... I just downed a tub of horse paste. I'm good to go. <laughs> Must be fired up. I am, the- I'm fired up as much as I can be right now. <laughs> My voice got- is a little bit hoarse. But like I said, that's because of the paste. <laughs> you know, Mike, and, we can't uh, – um, we got to be careful what we say here. Yeah, well, in any sense, you're going to get the ex- – uh, you got the Google sheet getting pulled up. We got people coming in here now. We got Justin saying, yo, yo, if you're joining, give us a hello so we know that you're here. And uh, we're going to get the engines uh, engine started, and we're going to get know, going Mike, very soon. It begs the question, are yo-yos a good high-ticket dropshipping product? Let's see. What the hell are you doing here? I looked up yo-yo. Oh, okay. All right. Damn, look at this. Chanel Silver brushed uh, – cease. what is the it? The Chanel yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Anyway, you're, you're jumping ahead too far, Joe. I know, I know. Well, we I just, just started curious. a second ago. We have 15 people. So if you're joining, say hello. We're going to have a good stream for you today. Again, I apologize. My voice is a little hoarse. I'm getting over uh, – you know what. You sound better but, this way. I sound better, yeah. I feel like it covers up the the nasal part of your voice. Yeah, yeah. I think it rounds it out a little bit better this way. So if you like me uh, sounding like this, let me know, and I'll continue to um, expose myself. (laughs) (laughs) So Matt says, let's see these products. 20 mil coming this year. So, yeah, I mean, guys, as you saw by the thumbnail in this video, or maybe you didn't see the thumbnail, but at this point in our dropshipping lives – We've done well over 20 million in sales in revenue. Uh, we've done 20, 23 million just off of two stores. Um, but I mean, I don't know. We're probably somewhere around the 30 million area if we look at like all of our stores all time. Some of that information we don't even have access to anymore because we sold the stores. I don't even know what the, sh- the Shopify logins, whatever. It doesn't matter because revenue is revenue. It's just numbers for people to gawk at. Um, what really matters is creating a website that you can sell. But yeah, we're going to go over, Joe, what are we going to do here? Are we going to do five products that you can put together to make a store or five separate products that could each be used to create the backbone of individual stores? You know what? Let's do five products for one store just to keep five it, products for one store. Just to okay. keep it simple. Let's keep it simple for the people. But um, yeah, but for the people, they should know that we've created many, many stores. You don't have to have just one dropshipping store. We are build assets online. We have a portfolio of online businesses. But we're going to show you today how you can put together five dropshipping products, high ticket, of course, to have a store that can generate $20 million in revenue. Um, so, Joe, I mean, should we just dive right in here? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, how do, you, how do we want to start searching? 
Uh, I'm assuming it's going to take us a little bit to kind of, you know, find something that could be a truly $20 million worthy store. I mean, we could start here because I said yo-yo, saying hello to the people. You you typed in yo-yo, and now we're looking at Chanel yo-yos, um, okay. and we can see where this takes us. Okay. So Let's start with these yo-yos and see where it goes, yo. <laughs> So, um, so, well, I guess, I mean, this, this might be actually kind of tough to start with these yo-yos, but I think let's, uh, let's look for some stores that might be worth checking out here on Google shopping. And well, Joe, for the people that are new, there's some criteria, some, uh, basic level understanding to creating a store the way that we do it. Right. So if we're making a store that's going to do you know, eight figures like we've done on several occasions. Number one, it needs to be high ticket, high ticket products. Yeah. And so, so you're looking at these yo-yos right now. I mean, some of them are like 20 bucks, whatever. And someone might say, oh, you know, this is, this is a good dropshipping product. And they may still be stuck in that, that low ticket mind frame trying right. to sell a yo-yo on right. TikTok or something. Right. But, uh, no, we're not, we're not going to be doing any of that. And so what I actually just did was just to see, you know, basically I'm just kind of looking for what Google shopping pulls up right now. So, uh, I'm actually looking for kind of people that may have their ads not optimized well, because look at this. I think this is an interesting part to start with. Geo Bagnara, yo-yo stool yellow. So, <laughs> you know, this would be the type of product that we would want to look at to begin with, but you know, if they were doing their ads right, I don't. It's probably not a good idea to be spending money on these clicks for yo-yo. So, is this is yo-yo here just the name of their product line? Is that what you're, or is it a stool for yo-yoing specifically? <laughs> no, no. I think it's a stool that looks like a yo-yo because you can right, see okay. it's got like, you know, it just basically resembles a yo-yo. I think okay. that's the, that's the concept. <laughs> So whoever's running these ads is uh, – They suck. Yeah. No, they don't, they, don't, they don't suck. Maybe they just made a mistake. Um, yeah, okay. But well, So now we're on this, this website, Artemist, right? And so they got inspiration, furniture, lighting, decor, tabletop. So um, I want to see if this is like all of their brand or if this is like an actual dropshipping brand. Store. Well, this looks like um, they have this. Looks like one of their vendors, Geo Bagnara. So if we click into that, it seems to be a uh, supplier out of Italy that makes different things, and it looks like they have different brands. Well, Joe, I just saw something interesting. Go back. Well, let me just confirm that they have different yeah. suppliers. So yeah, that was one, and then they have this Francisco Eli by Tommaso Eli. So yeah, they have, I guess, all these artisans out of Italy that they're. They're working with, but let's gotcha. go back. That seems to be what's going on here. There was something else. No, there was something I wanted to um, dive into. What's that? Uh, might have to go forward. This, was like, this is where I left off when you said that. Scroll. We're looking down. at these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The marble oh. sculptures. First of all, why? Why this? Why is this in euros? I don't know. Perhaps another Google Shopping mistake on their end. It says we're shipping to Italy. Maybe your VPN is uh, screwed up. No, I don't think so. Well, anyway, so why don't we take out 
Why don't we, we, we dissect that product type and see if we put in marble sculptures into Google, what will uh, transpire? I'm, tr- I'm truly always amazed what we find here. Me too. Every time I'm, I'm always amazed at it. We never rehearse it and there's always, there truly is stuff that I've never seen before. I don't know why we spend time on like doing this for other people. <laughs> So, all right. So we got the Virgin Mary here, uh, here, a marble immaculate conception statue, a weeping angel. This stuff is kind of just solid granite. One store you see advertising here. Yeah, they got it locked down. Fine gallery. Yeah, interesting. Well, anyway. So we're kind of just browsing around right now, trying to find some expensive products, $1,000 and over at least, that we can form into um, a dropshipping store. And so we got to this marble sculpture area here. I mean, Joe, do you want to open up this website, Finds Gallery? Yeah, I do. I do want to open it up because I feel like we may have just landed on something right here, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, so is this um, is this like – it's? So what we're looking for here is, is this a dropshippable product? Um, and so I'm trying to see if this website here, if they're making their own product, which doesn't necessarily mean you can't become a, a, a dealer for them and dropship for them. But if this is a website that is sourcing from multiple different suppliers and they're dropshipping themselves, then it's obviously a very strong indicator. You can also um, dropship for you know such a company right well they don't seem to have like a brand on here or anything well go back go back to what you just were on because that something else you just pulled up was the fireplace what is it is this even so marble fireplaces yeah can we put that into google because one of the top products people always think they 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 thought of that's a great dropshipping product idea are fire pits, right. sometimes even fireplaces. But I've never seen anyone come to us and say, "I want to dropship marble fireplaces." Right. Well, this seems to be more like the frame. Right, right, right. And so that's that's what I was kind of confused. About. Is this different from a fireplace itself? I guess it is. There's no fire. This is just the frames. <laughs> right. <laughs> The frame seems more expensive than the fireplace. So, so screw dropshipping the fireplace. Just do the frames. There you go. People, people are all looking at the same product, and they're all missing what's right in front of them. They're missing the forest from the trees. Is that how the phrase goes? I'm not sure exactly. Something. It's like you're standing. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you're standing in the forest, and you're not seeing the trees or something. I know what you're talking about. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to butcher the phrase either. But anyway, yeah. But, I mean, look at this. This. Uh, so we're, I mean, but we have two interesting modifiers here, if you could call them that. We have marble. Well, yeah, the marble seems to be the. Uh, well, yeah, to, you, you didn't even put in frame here. No. Right. No, but I think there's something about marble that is interesting because it seems to be a very expensive material. And that's true. You know, just looking at this, I feel like so it, it framing your store around a concept 
is like um, something that requires a little bit of, it's like a little bit of an art and a science. Like you got to know what's a good concept. This, this is one of the main things with making a website is what's the domain going to be and like how is it all going to fit together? That is honestly such a huge part that you just get the hang of after making a, a lot of websites. And so sometimes people totally like miss the mark. They'll do something like, like to me, um, I feel like if you were to do like mantle experts or something.com and you're only selling mantles, I feel like that's kind of a weaker play than doing something all around marble because people love marble. I feel like if you're into marble, like you're into that, you know what I'm that's, saying? That's true. To, honestly, in my opinion, Joe, I don't agree with doing an all marble uh, store because here's, here's the reason. Missy Christie asked a question, should I be afraid of the heavyweight as a beginner? And so to answer the question directly, absolutely not. Because whether something is 200 pounds, even 100 pounds, 400 pounds, 1,000 pounds, it's all going to ship freight. And so the way that we do things, we like to use, um, say, if we're drop shipping one of these marble fireplace mantles from, I don't know, whatever the brand name is, Net Zero, then Net Zero is going to ship it under their freight account with insurance, et cetera. So if the item breaks or I don't know if something happens because the item is heavy, the liability of that would fall under the shipper. But again, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds, the ability for, for something to break or whatever is the same. Um, so yeah, don't, don't be afraid of, of shipping expensive or heavy things rather. But what I was going to say, Joe is maybe there, there could be an issue if you're just doing a marble store. Mm-hmm. Because what if there's a marble shortage? What if the marble friggin' uh, miners go on strike? I don't know. All right. Listen, I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not saying this should be your li- you're going to live or die by this marble store. I just think it's a good angle for multiple reasons. First, I think customers love it. I feel like if, when a supplier sees that, they're going to love that angle. Because, you know, when you deal with suppliers, as you know, Mike, they often ask questions that, and to be honest with you, a lot of companies do this. They just ask questions that are kind of stupid. They're like, so who's your, who's your target demographic? And like, who are you going to be appealing to? And, you know, if you're like marble, like the marble warehouse.com or something, you know, and you have a big supplier that sells a lot of marble stuff and you're the marble place they're going to want to be on that. So I think from multiple angles, it, it has its ups and downs. Yeah, it's not, it has its, its strong points. But yeah, I mean, if there's a marble shortage, you're going to be in trouble. But again, I'm not saying you should live or die by this one store, but I think it's a good angle for multiple reasons. <clears throat> I think I, I would say, are there other types of rock formations or high-quality um, – you know, materials people use. Like if we go back to the, the fireplace mantle example, or I don't know, the Carrera here, like what are these other things made of? Is it all marble? Um, it's a lot of marble. It's uh limestone. Mm. Hey, a limestone. Can we search, can we search limestone? Um, 
fireplace mantle. Or French limestone. There you go. Yeah. So, so I mean, if it was me, and if you wanted to do what you were discussing, Joe, I I would think of like a word that encompasses, you know, the fine, the finer materials of life. Yeah. Marbles, the limestones, granite. I don't know. And you'd be, you know, fine rock warehouse. Yeah, you could do something. And you like have. That. Joe, you even have like granite tubs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. So yeah, I mean, I think I guess something that kind of like indestructible, like the highest quality of of materials. That's what you're. That's what you're carrying. Well, because I, I think like, yeah, it just it makes things of a more. Um, it's a more hoity-toity type thing. Damn! Like, look at that. <laughs> It's ten grand for a uh, seventy-two inch. Uptubs.com. Right, tub. Would you look at this? Looks like a drop shipping store to me. Oh yeah, it definitely is here. But anyway, look at the uh, brand Allstone. There you go, Allstonewarehouse.com. I mean, don't don't do that. That might be uh, could be a, a trademark issue right there. If they have a, right. a trademark around Allstone, but yeah, it's this stone stonebros.com what is this oh is it not coming up oh hold on yeah here it is it's not it is it yeah this is it this is the supplier i think they got a deal uh i don't know about this type in like all stone tub or something Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. Allstone Group, actually, maybe. Oh, this is it, I think. The Allstone Group. Damn. They got, uh, well, they got petrified wood sinks. Jeez. So there you go. Listen, right. listen, listen. Uh, it's a, you know what's crazy to me? When people come to uh, I feel like we've explained these concepts so many times. And then, so how many times people come to us with a home store? And they don't have any of this. On top of that, it's not that they don't have any of this. They all get the same five suppliers, ten suppliers, the same exact ones. So, I, yeah. <laughs> Joe, I've never seen this. Me neither. We were involved in this industry to a degree. And I've, I've never even seen anything like this. You know what? And it, it was in five minutes we found this. I'm ending the stream right here. We, gotta, right. we, got, we got work to Take do. No, I mean, so, okay. All right, so we're, 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 we're on to something now. Okay, so this is for people watching that, again, may not be familiar with high-ticket drop shipping and the way that we do things. We contact real brands that have warehouses in, you know, we're in the United States, so we contact brands in the United States. If you're in another country, you go to your country. But this Allstone group, they're, they're, bringing, they're manufacturing these products. They got these petrified wood trough sinks. And so, number one, I've never seen anyone do anything like this. So, as far as competition, and, you know, unless you're one of the you, – no one else no one else watching the stream is going to do this. So, there's not going to be any competition. What are you looking at? Petrified wood? Petrified – I mean, how many materials have we found to go down? 
Right. Wood petrified wood countertop. Is this in? Is this in now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Guys, let us know in the in the chat is if petrified wood is in in the in the culture. Because we're out of touch. This yeah, just, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, that that wood looks heavy. I believe petrified wood is quite dense because it's been, it's been petrified over uh, a, I, a long time. I was at Ikea and I dropped uh, like a solid wood desk on my finger. <laughs> I screamed so loud. <laughs> like I was just, you know, basically yelling in obscenity, but my finger blew up to like a crazy size. I can only in imagine. The Ikea? Yeah, in Ikea. What was the, what was the density of Ikea, uh, of the Ikea at that point? I don't know, but it looks like nothing compared to this petrified wood. No, 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 not the density of the wood. I'm just like, how many people were around you? Like the population density. Oh, I, I guess like 15, 20 people. They all like kind of went Did away. You the show? They ran away? They were like, oh my God. Like they, yeah, they were like freaked out by how bad I was yelling. <laughs> what did your wife think of that? She was embarrassed. And she was like, don't yell like that. And I was like, shut up. It hurts. <laughs> Well, anyway, and that's why instead of going to Ikea, you could buy something online and have it drop shipped. So when people ask, what's the point of creating a drop shipping store? What value are you serving? People don't want to go to Ikea and drop things on themselves and then, you know, get into fights with their wives. They want to just order things online, have it delivered. It's a painless experience. So, I mean, Joe, where do we, where do we go from here? Because we were going to, we're going to craft five products together to create a dropshipping store. So why don't we start with the products first? Yeah, let's start with we, the products. we pro- can start going to the Excel sheet. Oh, no, hold on. I uh, What have you done? There we go. Okay. So, I mean, so first let's start. Are we, so I guess first let's say, I mean, what's the concept? The concept is like. Well, the- let's, let's, let's put down the product types first and then we can get to the concept. Okay, let's do petrified. I would think. I mean, I, I think I think the concept itself is given within this one supplier. Yeah. But I think a lot of people get a bit um, confused by this idea of like when we discuss how to make a store and like, you know, how to frame a store. The majority of the time, the supplier gives you the context of how you should frame your store. If you're looking around and you find a supplier like this, like – if this was if this was us for real, and I saw a supplier like this, this is what I would make my store around. You know, as long as I confirmed, obviously there were other suppliers like this. But I mean, here you have what what do they have? Yeah, they got tubs, they got sinks, they got kitchen. I I, I don't know. Yeah, farm farmhouse situations, natural boulders. Was it just a boulder? It's just a house boulder. It's a boulder with a sink on top. Oh, okay. It's a it's a boulder with a sink on top. But yeah, I mean, I right, think... exactly. What's a what's a hardscape, Joe? I don't know. What is this black lava? I mean, look, this is kind of a rough list, but I just wrote down a bunch of stuff. Um. So yeah, Mike, what, what do you want to add to this right now? Well, no, go back because the supplier had something called – what the hell is it? 
no hardscapes. The hardscapes. Fire. Okay. Let me just click. Yeah. What, what's what's within this these hardscapes? Oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't let you go to that. Fountains. What's a? Yeah, like fountains. There you go. That that's that's part of the fountains benches. Doesn't let me click this. I think that's. Oh, coming soon. That's why I guess. Stepstones. What if you Google marble stepstone? Oh, look, planter. We talked about planters the other the other time. We didn't have granite ones. Look at this. You know, think about what we just came up with with these granite planters versus like someone comes up with like a, you know, they're trying to sell like the cheap wood plastic ones or like, like you know, I feel like this concept is you know, superior to like like a garden store, yeah. Because you're, you're getting a, a well rounded portfolio of different types of products around a uh, good concept, right? So at this point, I mean, you'd want to find other stone related suppliers, and the the likelihood is they probably all have similar product lines, and so your angle is kind of decided for you um, in that. You know, it's just you're Yeah. We'd be this this stonebros.com. I like All that stone bros. Stone bros. <laughs> Something like this. Smooth heads, smooth stones. <laughs> Alright, I mean. But yeah, I I mean I think people get the idea with this. It seems so simple, but like no one's doing this. I don't right. know, you know, I don't know what else to say. Like what a Honestly the yeah, base in front. Van like this the is a wood sink to to me is like stone the, the coolest thing. Stone vanities, like so that's what's great is it doesn't limit you to one area of the house. We're going outside with the planters, we're going inside. With the vanities, you know, but yeah. I'm just curious what else we could find. Uh, granite. Right. So. Headstones. Well, you're, you're, oh, I don't know. Out there. What'd you say? I, said, I think that's getting a little. Uh, yeah. Out of the realm here. But you, but you even had granite dining. Uh. Granite mailbox post. Yeah, what is that? What? It's not granite, is it? Uh, but I'm thinking like people have like fancy ass fucking stone mailboxes, right? Yeah, let me just get the price up. Huh? But as you're doing that, I want to address a question here. Um, on that bronze. Look at this bronze. I feel like even this could fit. This like stuff like yeah. stuff like this like these bronze stat. Yeah, I mean we didn't even get into the, this. Is a mailbox here, and you could have oh. mailboxes. Like I'm saying, I see I see like stone type mailboxes all the time, but we didn't even get into the realm of like different statues. Well, we kind of got that was like one of the first things we saw the statues and even yeah. fountains, and um, so I mean it gets the the list goes on and on, and so that's why I wanted to get to um, something people are bringing up here. Uh, petrified wood products have low search volume. Does that matter? No. Absolutely not. Search volume is one of the worst metrics when it comes to making an income online. 
And as a matter of fact, you know, with all these, we're not even going to talk about Google ads right now. Well, this actually, this is a, this is a traffic principle in general. If you have a website, getting a thousand visitors to your website is something that you're going to pay similar amounts, whether you're selling expensive products or you're selling cheap products or you're selling no products at all. This is in terms of paid traffic. So if you have a thousand visitors, you want to make sure you're selling expensive stuff. It's much easier to make more money off of less visitors than it is to make a lot of money off more visitors, if that makes sense, when it comes to selling stuff online. So traffic metrics is is basically a vanity metric in some ways. Right. So there, like, there's obviously a, a, um, a middle ground here because he's saying petrified wood products have low search volume. Number one, the, the search volume has no reflection on if someone is going to buy from you or not. Something can have a really high search volume, but people are going to go elsewhere and buy because a million people are selling it. So it's about your share of the pie type thing. But on that on that point, petrified wood, if you search it, may not have that much volume. But if you search farmhouse farmhouse sink, that probably has a million searches a month. But Mike, I'm looking this up. I'm just looking just to get a general view of different products on Ahrefs. Petrified wood coffee table has 1.3K searches a month. That is there you go. And that is not even in the realm of being low. That's right. high. Because what people don't understand is that that's just a uh, what would you call it? That that term uh, uh, itself is going to have many long tail variations that go with it. Yeah. Right. So that that's just one main one main term. But there's going to be other terms that you're not looking up the search volume for that also get searches. Yeah, I think it's something like 25 to 30% of all searches on Google are new searches that have never been searched before. And that's because right. if someone is searching for a petrified wood sink, you know, not everyone is going to be a robot at their computer and type in petrified wood sink. They're going to type in petrified wood sink, uh, like, you know, small or like, you know, nice. Or even Joe, you, you, you screwed up the, the spelling in the beginning. Yeah, they're going to spell it wrong. I do it all. I spell stuff wrong all the time. And that's not getting counted on the uh, the search volume. Exactly. Or they're going to search sink, petrified wood, or sink made of petrified wood. Or like, uh, you know, they're going to search 60-inch petrified wood sink. So, yeah. Search volume is... It's a metric that you have to care about sometimes, but not in this case. And I think another big point here is like if the search volume is truly too little that you're not making as many sales as you want, this is petrified wood is just one of the many things we have here. What about onyx sinks? Like you just can go and get more products that each have search volume. Right. Don't forget this is uh stonebros.com. So you know, we've, uh, we have some wiggle room here as to what we're selling. Right. Stone fountains. What's the, what's the volume of that? The point is that we've created a store that now gives us, number one, it's it's niched down enough that when we call Mr. Marble with the, you know, with the sinks and, and the tubs, and he asks us what our target demographic is, obviously we could tell him it's <laughs> those who, who look for the finer things in life. 
You know, they want the marble, they want the granite, all, all that, and they're going to like that. Yeah, we're targeting the suburban housewife that really wants finer materials in her home. She wants things that are going <laughs> to last. And um, yeah, we think your products would be a great fit. And if you don't want to let us sell them, then uh, we're going to be selling your competitors. That's what I would say. Right. And so uh, with that, we can go and just keep getting more stone type products. If we don't like the amount of volume we're getting in our store, we feel like our traffic isn't high enough for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so that's what I have to say about that. David said, greetings, Joe and Mike. Why is my name second? <laughs> Just kidding. What's going on, David? Um, right. It's, uh, I saw this question. That's why I wanted to get into it. So search volume again. And so we don't have a recommended search volume. And we strongly advise against people trying to play these games where they look up search volumes in order to get started. Because that is the killer of not just dropshipping, but many online business endeavors. Because when we were in our early days, we've taken many a courses. We've spent tens of thousands of dollars getting to where we are now. And in taking some of these courses in our early days, look at this. What are these stone stone bookends? Yeah, these are like yeah. go golden bookends. The finer things in life. The gold bookends. Anyway, when we were spending money and taking all these courses in our early days and you know we were doing things on Amazon, there would always be these checklists and these people think that they have it all figured out and they say, you go find a product with this search volume and this many competitors and this and this and this. And then you get all excited. You spend days and weeks researching to find the perfect product, to find the perfect niche. And then you do it and it falls flat. Why did it fall flat? I followed all the steps because I guarantee these people when they're doing this, they weren't following these steps. They just made up a bunch of steps to sell you a course. Right. They reverse engineered it for you to, uh, to dumb it down for you. So you don't have to use your brain basically. Yeah. But, but, oh, but at the same time, when people buy a course, they want something that's dumbed down because in reality, you know, you have to learn by doing. So the reality is no matter what course you buy, even ours, we're giving you all the knowledge to download, but the best knowledge is going to come when you do it yourself. And that's really all we try and push people towards. There's no, there's no search volume that we can give you that would be truth. That would be us being truthful and saying it needs to have this search volume for it to work because we've sold dozens and dozens of different product types, millions of dollars in revenue. And not once have I made a decision that was based, based off of search volume in terms of if we should acquire the supplier or not. No. We just saw the supplier. We liked the price point and we, we did basically everything we did here. And we said, okay, we're going to call them. We're going to get in with them. And then it, it's at that point we see number one, if they're even good because screw the search volume, I can get in with this supplier. I can get in with the frigging all stone people and their margins suck. And so the whole, that, that's all out the window. And so we've always tried to encourage people to take action first and then you iterate from there. So that is uh, the end of that rant. Hector says, 
Yo, 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 what's up? Good to see you, Hector. Matt says, looks like a six-fig-a-month type brand. I need one of those, man. As I was just saying, it's hard to tell if something is going to be a six-figure-a-month brand or if it's just, you know, uh, a thousand or under 10,000 a month type brand. And sometimes it's due to the supplier, due to the supplier. Sometimes it's, you know, it's our fault because maybe we're not there yet in our expertise to do what it takes to get six figures in sales to this brand, you know? So um, like there were brands that we've had on our stores for maybe the first year that never really did much. And then we looked back at the data and we said, you know, we never really pushed a lot of spend towards these brands, but they actually seemed to, you know, perform decently. And then we started to scale them and then they became six figure brands. So <coughs> I'm sorry. It's hard to scope out what a six figure supplier looks like just from the front end. You have to get into their back end. You know what I'm saying? And what a great way to where, get intimate with someone. Exactly. So that, again, that's the point. You can't spend too much time trying to get hypothetical with this stuff. Can't be Einstein in the gray room doing the calculations. This is all about real world, put in the effort, see what you get back. And just the way that we set things up, these products cost many thousands of thousands of dollars. The likelihood is you're going to have a 20% margins average or more on these products. And so you're looking at, you know, several hundred to over a thousand dollars profit when you sell these products. Um, yeah. So that's uh that's the deal uh zarif said if you guys are so successful at drop shipping why do you need to make videos like this we don't need to but uh i mean at this point we got one drop shipping store left we've sold all of our drop shipping stores done over you know i would say well over a million dollars in just website sales, just selling of websites. And uh, yeah, this is a nice little income stream for us. It's uh, kind of fun. And it helps fund some of our other endeavors. Right. I don't know we what, like doing I don't this. Know what like, else there is. We like talking to people. We like, you know, we were, we were once, you know, looking for knowledge. We've spent tens of thousands of dollars, $50,000 plus on educational programs. And so, you know, we want to be what, other people were to us yeah. or other people were not to us because we bought so many things. Like I said before that wound up sucking. We've right. followed so much information that wound up being bad that, you know, once you attain a certain level of online business, I don't know, you can call it success that you have to make a decision, right? You could stay in the shadows and just keep doing your thing. And there's plenty of people that do that, do that. or, you can kind of turn around and, you know, share content. And that's, again, you know, this isn't a charity, but it's certainly a win-win because, I mean, there's many people who are students in here that can attest to the fact that we uh, provide good information. And, uh, you know, if you want, it's the, good for us. If you want more of the truth, the double truth, it becomes at some point. So for us to start, it, it is selling courses 
it's not super easy, but you know, if we still do make a lot of websites in the background and do a lot of other businesses, but this is something where we could do with very minimal effort and get a nice return. Plus everything I've shared with you earlier. Right. So if you want to see the real truth and the real way that we do things step-by-step step, go to buildassetsonline.com slash playbook, get our free course. So more free content. You don't need, you don't need to give us anything and uh, you can decide if it's, if it's good or if it sucks. So yeah, we're redoing this soon, actually this uh, yeah. free course we offer, but yeah. And that's one thing. This dropshipping stuff is so straightforward and is so beginner friendly compared to anything like this, like making content content and having a TikTok where, <laughs> you know, it's like content marketing is actually really, really difficult compared to uh, query based marketing, which is this petrified wood sink small. Right. You know, some, some Russian guy, he's in his, he's in his house. <sighs> he just got, you know, a couple million dollars doing whatever shady business. And I want the petrified wood. Sabina, get me petrified wood. I need the best quality countertops right now. Right. And, and that guy just goes and he buys from you. Yeah. There's no content necessarily required. Although you could do content. You could do, um, what was it? Marble, marble tub versus granite tub, for, ex for example. But that's getting, that's getting a little bit far ahead yeah. here. That, that's, you got to pay for that stuff. Anyway, uh, are you guys still taking recommendations? I have a pretty food niche. Is that like big food? <laughs> I think he meant pretty good. Oh, so I don't know what he meant by suggestions because we didn't take any suggestions. We yeah, kinda, sorry, Sean we, Don. I'm sorry. We started with we started with yo-yos and and this is where we ended up. Yeah, and it only took us. Yeah. I mean, it was about thirty minutes where we got to the conclusion. So. Back to the content marketing for a second. If you it want is. to recommend something, sorry, would you? No, uh, back to what we were talking about before a little bit. It is, if you're doing content, it is easier if you know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's, that's why the ClickFunnels stuff and like people, when they first try and make money online, when they're sold this idea that they can make content, make a TikTok, the people, people aren't experts in anything. Maybe you have a job and maybe you're an expert in, I don't know, like some obscure corporate thing, but no one cares about that in a way like health, wealth, relationship type thing. So what are you actually going to make content about that you really know? So that stuff usually just falls flat. It fails. Whereas this is just an e a step-by-step -step way for people to go and make large dollar sales and whatever you want to do from there, you can go do it. Oh man, my uh, my vocal cords are not ready for this. <coughs> Doing too much talking. Anyway, David said Biden canceled 10k student loans, so more people will be buying online. LOL. Maybe we should do the the Joe Biden uh, <laughs> bow sale. Is that real? I, I, that's not the first I'm hearing about this. So I think it is. Okay. But how doesn't like, he, is, isn't like congressional approval needed for something like that? Congressional approval, Joe, what is this? 1950? 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Executive I, orders only. Interesting. Eh. No, I, I, I mean, David, I don't know. Is it true, David? Are you lying to us? Yeah, until it's official, I would be, I would be skeptical. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, President Joe Biden announces student loan forgiveness plan on Wednesday. Okay, announces a plan. That doesn't mean anything is going to get in action. Listen, Joe, we're doing the sale. <laughs> the student loan cancellation sale. Joe Biden has announced a plan to cancel 210K <laughs> in student loan debt. Before it happens, make sure you buy our course. Yeah. <laughs> Stop paying your student loans. Buy the course. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean Don, the expensive mail, multi-mailbox. You saw it today on the stream. Trevor says, Ben Mala bought one of those dolphin statues recently. I don't know who that is. Sounds like an influencer. Yeah, I don't know how people keep up with all these influencers. You can only be influenced so much. I, I hate it. On a day-to-day -day basis. I hate it. I hate the internet. Like, it's whatever. It's all... F Keep going. <laughs> um, do you guys know anyone selling products you're not able to run ads on? High-ticket adult products. How would you possibly get traffic towards those products? You know, David, my we did a video specifically on this. Um, Joe, you're going to get the stream shut down. What are you doing? Oh, I'm not showing any uh, anything explicit. Uh, I don't know what was going to pop up when you did that. Yeah, no, but, but uh, we, we did a video specifically on dropshipping adult toys uh, because we knew someone that did it, and they were doing it through mainly influencers. And, like, I guess there were different communities for these things, and so that's how he was driving traffic. Um, through influencer marketing, but but it seems like there's a lot of like there's ads running right now for this stuff. I feel like Google just couldn't resist the uh, the cash from all these big vendors. Like Adam right, yeah. Actually, when we did the episode, you're right, Joe. There were Google Shopping ads that were running. Um, we didn't show it on the episode, but there were Google Shopping ads up. Yeah, I'm looking at text ads right now. Right. So yeah, yeah. These are these are ads, yeah. David. So and to be honest with you, you know. I don't want to get too deep into this, but um, so there is uh, there's something that Google released. They're they released. Google seems to be moving in this direction of they released something called the helpful content update. And what they say they want to see to the webmaster guidelines is they want to see more like real reviews and and things of that nature. They're tired of like fake AI sites and fake reviews of people that haven't seen the products and stuff like that. And so. I think there's a huge SEO angle for especially stuff like this. Um, if you can actually get the stuff in and review it. And use it in the yeah. blog post. Yeah, exactly. But like, obviously make it like non-graphic. I was saying make it graphic. Oh, I was saying like use a banana or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or do that, David. All right. Uh, Flapjack. You guys are value machines. You're you're a nice avatar machine. I don't know where you come up with that. Is that SpongeBob? But thank thank you, Flapjack. We appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, at the, you know, we just we throw out the value. If you want to take it, you can grab some of it. 
But uh, a lot of people just, you know, they let it fall to the floor. Uh, Missy said, stop, because you're describing someone who I just bought a course from. I don't know what we were saying at the time that. Oh, we, you know, she said that when you were talking about, like, the, the checklist and the search volume. Oh. And uh, does it get into search volume in the in the course? I don't know, but well, if you get stuck, you know where to uh, you know where to turn. Yes, that's why I build. Uh, no, that's no. the wrong one. Buildassetsonline.com/slash/playbook. You could see exactly how we structure our online business portfolios, and you do have the opportunity to work one-on-one -on -one with us. That way, there's nothing left to. We don't want you thrown into a machine, and you know that that's that's the problem with these these courses. They throw you into a machine, and the majority of people fall out. And then some people they make it work, and you know those are the success stories, whatever. But a lot of people are forgotten about because they're following a framework that's not even really, you know, true to how the person making the course got successful. So. We work with people one on one, two on one, because it's Joe and I. Yeah. And uh, we're not talking about know. a particular course here, by the way. But just we've bought, no, we're not. We've bought many, many courses, and like you know, even a lot of the ones we've learned from, learned a lot from, have that kind of checklist stuff. But at the end of the day, we just end up throwing out the checklist once we get a little bit of experience, because yeah. Sorry, Joe. I'm just typing something in. But I would say something that's worked beyond like through through multiple industries through you know whatever course you want to apply it to has been the idea of high ticket and low hanging fruit yeah whether it's been doing seo you know just for a regular content website or even doing you know build assets online or uh drop shipping if you are selling something where you make a high margin and you go after the low-hanging fruit keywords, so what we mean by low-hanging fruit is basically, what would you define it as, Joe? Keyword golden ratio? I would define it as, you know, you have a website that targets things, whether you're buying the traffic or you're trying to rank for it organically, that a lot of people aren't going after. And I'm going to actually come at you with an example right now. Um, I'm looking in Ahrefs. Let me see if I could pull in a screenshot. Hold on a second. Let's see if I could do it with this, uh, this Mac thing. Hold on. I'm going to be pulling. I'm just, I'm going to pull up. A, I'm going to pull in a screenshot in a sec. Yeah. How do you, Mike, if you, if I take a screenshot, how do I copy and paste it on Mac? Yeah. Uh, oh wait, here we go. Hold on. I, think I, got <laughs> I got to use some other tool. Yeah. If you take a screenshot, it just saves to your desktop. It doesn't copy it. Oh, I don't know. I can't figure this out, but anyway. Um, so I just searched granite tub in Ahrefs. We got volume of a hundred search searches per month which is low and, but yeah, there's, I mean, again, if your website is heavily focused on granite tubs, that's going to be a, a great situation for you. Cause again, you don't need to sell 
that many tubs to to rank well. Well, Joe, what about the volume? You're, you're looking at the volume? I thought we said don't look at the volume. I'm not looking at it. I'm saying I'm disregarding it because it's so low. Right. So when we say when we say high margin, low hanging fruit, it doesn't matter if, for example, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm at a loss for words here, Joe. I got too much spike protein in my brain. But when someone searches, it, does, it doesn't matter what someone searches, right? If they search granite tub or if they search uh, farmhouse sink, whatever it is, the fact of the matter is you stand to make. Look at the whole, yeah, look at this, the first page. We have madeinchina.com, pinterest.com. Pinterest is ranking on the first page for granite tub. So again, we're looking at the uh, the Google shopping results. I, I might I feel like we've never even we've never really evaluated stuff this way in terms of the Google shopping. This could be something that uh, maybe we would want to talk about. But it just struck me that when I typed in granite tub, a lot of these Google shopping results are irrelevant. So if you're showing with a relevant result, that could be good yeah. for you. Yeah, like I said, we've never actually looked at that before, but that is usually a good indicator that Google doesn't have anything more relevant to serve. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when we say low-hanging fruit, it's typically like when you're – like, for example, um, we just tub, – tub would not be a low-hanging fruit. Right. But something like granite tub and it's clear significantly why. shortens – I said, and it's clear why we have Home Depot, we have the Spruce. Right. So there's yeah. no, there's no, I like, there's no narrowing down of what someone could actually be searching for, or what they could actually be looking for, for real when they search tub. Right. Are they are they trying to understand what a tub is? Are they? Do they want a stone one? Do they want a Kohler? Do they want um, a tub for, like, a kitchen, like putting liquids in? You know, like people say. I need a tub of ice. I don't know. So, but when someone searches granite tub, there's very little mistake as to what they're looking for. They're looking for this, what's here on the screen. And so when you can serve a customer with the direct product that they're clearly looking for, and it's a product you stand to make a lot of money on, then the chances of you being successful are very high. Marble gazebos, Joe. I don't believe what it. What in the hell is this? We're, re we're rebuilding the uh, ancient Greece <laughs> on the stream. Right. Right. So it comes down to, we call it low-hanging fruit. You can say high intent because it's all, it's all about intent. When you're making content on TikTok, you know, the algorithm does a good job because they're watching everything you do and they, maybe, maybe they know your intent. But there's nothing more pure, more back to basics than someone going on Google and telling you what their intent is. Absolutely. When the Russian guy says petroleum wood sink or petrified wood sink <laughs> right now, buy it. <laughs> then you know if you search if you serve him that, then at, you know out of a hundred searches, you stand to do pretty well um so what is this 
So Maurice said, off topic, didn't one of you live abroad while running your business? How do you manage time zone difference and communication between you suppliers and buyers? Um, I don't know. What's the, what's the answer here, Joe? Well, ultimately, you know, you want to get to a certain point where you're not the one doing this. Now, if you are the one doing this and you're doing things in your life that are going to make things more difficult to manage the time zone difference, then I would say you just got to put up with that until you can get to the point where you have someone else doing it. Yeah. I mean, we've both been abroad at different points in like the business. Um, I mean, the main thing is during that time, I mean, someone else was answering the phones and the live chats. There was not, maybe there there was one time in the beginning where one of us was abroad and then answering the live chats from abroad. Like that would be way back in the day. Yeah. But, but plenty of people will do it themselves from abroad. It's not that difficult as long as, I mean, how do you manage the time zone difference? Either you hire someone or you're just there and you kind of make sure you're there to answer chats, emails, whatever, even calls while you're abroad. Um, which may not be as bad as it seems. We, we knew a guy, we talk about him all the time, who had a store. We were, I was in Thailand. Um, I met him there. And he never really answered calls because he would be sleeping. And he would just call them back in the morning or do whatever. And he was very lackadaisical about his store. Um, but he did seem to make it work. And he would even call suppliers during particular windows where he was awake it was their business hours and he would make it work. So, I mean, these days, like Joe said, when we do things, we have enough employees now that, you know, it's going to be staffed while we're, you know, uh, abroad on vacation, whatever. Um, I was just in Croatia. Joe really isn't involved in the stores. And so, you know, things were handled while I was gone. Um, even closed some nice land deals, but that, that's besides the point. But yeah, so, it's not too hard to hire someone just to answer the phones and do the chats and whatever. And then emails, you know, you can get to it when you wake up, spend an hour or two doing emails. And uh, there you go. You're living the lifestyle, as they say. Matt said, Matt said, pause. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't want to say pause, Matt. Thank you for pausing it for me. Uh, Miss Christy, how often do you guys stream? Usually at least once a week. Like I said, I was gone last week, so we didn't stream. Um, Prometheus said we love large dollar sales yes we do who doesn't that's what it's all about so we got Vaughn's view here said no sales within my first week of running ads 604 clicks 72,000 impressions 0.83 click through rate 36 cents CPC so I just let Google do its thing for another week and so I would love to help you out here Vaughn's and give you a direct answer, but there's so much beneath those numbers that it's hard to, it's hard to give you a direct answer. And so, yeah, again, for another shameless self plug, if you go to build slash elite fleet plus elite dash fleet dash plus, you can get access to our course. And inside the course we have what's called the troubleshooting module. And inside this, I have, I think it's like the five or six pillars of dishonor, but these are all the mistakes that people make 
when they start running Google ads. And so there's a number of things that, you know, if we just look at these metrics here, you had 604 clicks, 8.83 CTR, you know, whatever, no sales. I mean, 604 clicks is a lot. So it leads me to believe that something is wrong. So maybe it stems from just the products you're selling. Maybe you're getting beat on price or maybe you're doing something wrong with your ads. Are all your clicks going to mobile or are they all going to an accessory product? These things are all, there's many layers to this problem. And so I can give you a much better answer uh, inside of our course, inside of our mentorship program, our community, which is buildassetsonline.com slash elite dash fleet. Dash plus. I mean, like we we've seen on this stream today, one of the potential things that could be going on is that, you know, we search for granite tub here, and we have, you know, a copper Japanese soaking tub showing up. Right. Are you are, so, when you look at your search terms, are you even showing up for the products you're selling? And Joe, we had this with an ex this exact situation. We have once sold tubs in a past life many yeah. years ago and we had <coughs> excuse me we had a tub it was circular it was a circular bathtub but it was a regular it was a bathtub nonetheless and so this tub would get a lot of clicks very similar to mr vaughn's example here a yeah. lot of clicks but it, it barely ever got sales and when i went i looked at the search terms this is when we didn't really understand much. We didn't have a, a, a breadth of understanding of Google Ads as we did now. I saw, wait, I'm getting all these clicks for Japanese soaking tub. And I'm not selling a friggin' Japanese soaking tub. I'm selling a regular tub, but it's a circle. <laughs> and so that was the reason. I was just showing up for the wrong things. And so once I was able to get rid of that and make sure we stopped showing up for that, then the issue basically cleared up. So, yeah, another good thing about our program is that we work one-on-one -on -one with you. And within that, you know, with that level of one-on-one -on -one access, you can be more, you can share more confidential information. This isn't just posting in a Facebook group and saying, you know, this is my issue, what's happening. We can actually take a forensic look inside of your account and see where the issue is stemming from. Otherwise, you're just going to continue, you're going to, continue to spin your wheels and not get to the root of the issue. Um, and, you know, given that we've had many, many years of experience in this, there's no one better to diagnose and help you fix the issue quicker than people that have done it for a very long time. So sorry, I couldn't be more direct with my answer there. So Missy Christie said, how many suppliers would you say you need to start selling? Um, two, three, anything more than one, I would say is fine because at this stage, kind of what we were harping on before, it's more important just to get things going and start taking action in my opinion. So once you have two suppliers, you have some diversity, hopefully, you know, they don't have five products each. You probably have several dozen products there. And uh, yeah, you could start getting going. You can always add more if you feel like you're not spending enough, but maybe you do start spending enough. Maybe you start making sales and 
there you go. That was all you needed. When we first started and, uh, you know, we made a store in 14 days from scratch. I think we started running ads. We had two or three suppliers and, uh, we got sales that first day. So nothing too, uh, nothing too complicated there. Just kind of get some suppliers in, make sure they have map, make sure the margins are good and, uh, get it going. Vaughn says, I show up in the search results, but I'm very deep in the listings. So, I mean, we're getting technical here, so I don't, I don't want to create a snooze fest with the audience, but if you have a 0.83 click-through rate, that usually means you're showing up decently. If it was something like 0.3, that would mean you're showing up very low. Um, so, unless you look through every, like, every search term, um, <coughs> I'm not sure there could also depend on the time of day. You know, maybe, maybe people are bidding more this hour when you're searching hard to say, but yeah, I mean, if you're showing up, are people outbidding you or are sorry, people uh, have better price than you or when you look at their website, are they doing something that makes, you know, their offer of that product far better than yours? Are they offering free overnight shipping? I'm, you know, I doubt that that's happening, but, if you think about it from a customer's perspective, if there's two identical listings and maybe people open multiple shopping listings at once, like we're doing here, they may look, they may compare and they may say, Oh, okay, this one is just a better offer. I get free overnight shipping with it. I'm going to, I'm going to go with this person. Or maybe you're, you know, people try and call you. Maybe, maybe they came and find a place to call you. Maybe your website isn't trustworthy. And so there's just so many layers to this. And if one layer is screwed up, it could potentially mess everything up. So again, to go back, Vaughn, 600 clicks is a lot of traffic to not be getting like some form of feedback in terms of add to cards or people calling. I don't know. But <coughs> John Fried, right. my vocal cords can't handle anymore. Let's call it. We got to call it. I'm sorry, guys. If you want to talk to us digitally so I, I don't fry my vocal cords, go to buildassetsonline.com slash elite-fleet-plus. You can work with us one-on-one. -on -one. You get coaching calls. You get access to all of our courses. You get access to the community. I don't even know what else. I'm shutting down, Joe. All you right. got to call Dr. Fauci. He's stepping down, I think. He's stepping down. He's going to come work for us. <laughs> but this was an, another successful stream. I mean, just to recap, what was the store? The st Stone Bros? Yeah, yeah. We, in 30 minutes, created Stone Bros. We got Petrified yeah. Wood Sinks. We got Onyx Sinks, Boulder Sinks, Stone Vanities, Planters, Stone Bookends, Marble Gazebos, and the list goes on and on. So... If you want to get even more in depth, build assetsonline.com slash elite dash fleet dash plus. Thank you guys. Until the next one, take it easy. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. 
If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.